What's up, everybody? It's Hollywood Cole. Welcome back to another HK Video Game Experience. Today, we are going to talk about the Avengers Endgame. Um, we know we promised you guys the Final Fantasy VI Part Three, which is coming out next, but it's taking a little longer to play due to Rage 2 and other various games that have hit lately. But we did see Endgame and thought it'd be great to have Coastal Minority and Clearfire on here to talk about some theories and so uh, this is going to be a little different. It's just going to be straight into the end game. No news, no video game talk. Just straight at it. So hope you guys enjoy. So, I do want to preface everything with the fact that both of these gentlemen here take extreme pride in their Avengers and Marvel's ability and uh, theory casting. So, I'm not as... I love Marvel and I love... Uh, or did I say Marvel? I love Marvel and uh, I love the X-Men from back in the day. And I grew up with the cartoon. I never really got into the comics or anything like that. I do love hearing about it. And I usually when I have a question, I do call clear and uh, ask him about it. Um, but so I'm just kind of more of a, just the, the movie guy in general, kind of the movie business kind of guy. But both these guys are big into, I don't know, you're big, in, you're not big into the comics. You're just big into the uh, movies and stuff, Coastal. I know Clear's big into the comics. Yeah, I'm not. I know. I'm, I'm not. I never said I was. I'm just a fan of the, uh, what they've done with the, the marvel cinematic side i mean i i do like um you know the comics but i'm not i'm nowhere in it know what clear knows not even close he's too young to appreciate the comics no <laughs> I, it's not i'm not it's not that i'm too young it's just i got this neighbor and he's got a bunch of beagles and sometimes <laughs> they come in my yard and i just i don't have time to uh Read. You gotta learn. You gotta learn to handle the beagles and read the comics, man. I can handle the beagles and read the comics. Staying up all night reading. (laughs) Um. So, yeah, I mean, I try to get these. So this all kind of jacked up here. So I'm just going to talk about a little bit of the X Men Marvel uh, universe there because um, everybody knew who Iron Man was and this kind of stuff growing up. But you know, I got the they got the uncanny X Men, the regular X Men, you know, and all these various other ones. And the one that I had was like the very first issue. It's not the actual issue; it's just a uh, reprint. When they, I don't remember what it's called for the Marvel Universe, but um, you know, I went back to read like when it, when um, Cyclops was called Slim in the very first episode or very first one, and I believe the original ones were Cyclops, uh, Psylocke, Iceman, and just Beast. But Beast wasn't a beast yet, I don't think. Um, but anyway, I tried to go back and read those. It was tough. I mean, it, it was, you know, I felt very wholesome after I read them. Uh, you know, you actually feel like you're not reading trash like you do nowadays. But I mean, not to say the new comics are trash. I don't know. But anyway, what do you got? To, what do you got to say about it, Clear? What do you say about the comics? Uh, just you, you kind of went from Marvel to X-Men there and you know yeah it's still the same universe and everything but when you're looking at trying to compare the comics to the movies you can't really throw the X-Men in there because the X-Men technically aren't even in the same MCU universe the cinematic universe they're in a separate universe at this point uh, I know that Fox was just bought out by 
<coughs> Disney and that they plan to merge them eventually. But right now, as it stands with Dark Phoenix coming out here in about a week or so, um, they are separate universe. So comparing the two right now, saying like the X-Men comic book blending into that, just they don't fit together yet. No, so I wasn't saying that. I'm just saying off. that's all experience I have with the comics. Yeah. But um, yeah, so yeah, they've obviously kept them separate. They were owned by two different studios. Now they are combined. We, ob- we know that they're going to ha- end up coming out with some sort of uh, some sort of uh, combination and movie to, at some point. And just to give a bit of history on that, Marvel actually sold off the 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 movie publishing rights back in the '90s to a lot of the different studios because their comic books were failing at the time, and so they're trying to revitalize their their stock by selling the different movie rights to different places. So that's why you have Fox having some of them. That's why you have Sony having some of them. That's why you have, uh, let's see, Universal had some, because I think Universal was involved with Hulk, if I'm not mistaken. And then you uh, have, of course, Marvel itself, which uh, went under Disney. And I think it was about, you know, I don't know what the actual time frame was, because, you know, Howard Stern does these, you know, flashbacks or whatever. But this is after he's Stan Lee has sold several of the movies or whatever, or you know, he didn't necessarily sell them because he helped write them. Yeah. Just, but they were asking how much off money. The rights. Yeah, he just how much money did you do you do you, you get from that? And he's like, oh, it's not about the money. Like he wasn't getting hardly anything from all that. Oh no, he was getting like <laughs> was, nothing. And Howard Stern kept giving him a hard time. Like man, Stanley's just out there like panhandling out front of the studio because he didn't have any. He can't get any. I mean, it's like all the stuff that he made. It seems like he would have been able to get something from it from creating these characters. And I'm sure he yeah. got something, but. But anyway, he, he really didn't. He didn't really start seeing money until after you see Iron Man come out and all of that. When that started hitting, that's when he actually started getting more money. Stan Lee was actually fairly not that well off throughout the times throughout the comics areas because they never really did bring in just a ton of money. And too, Stan Lee <coughs> jumped between uh, between groups a lot, and there was a lot of issues he had <laughs> as well. So. Right. But, you know, he started seeing his money when the movie started hitting, when Iron about Iron Man 2 and all that, when that started getting bigger, that's when he started getting his money. All right, well, we've all seen Endgame. What'd you think of it? We'll start with you, Coastal. I, I thought it was, uh, I thought they did a great job of tying up everything that they had to tie up. Uh, when we get into it more, I'm disappointed in a few of the story arcs within the movie. But overall, um, I think they did an outstanding job. I think the, you know, the final battle scene um, lives up to what they were trying to accomplish. I think it was awesome seeing, you know, all the characters meeting and merging and everything. You know, it was just a huge, it was just a huge, um, just pleasure. Like, it was just a, a huge shot of everything. It was just great. I, I really did enjoy it. Um, overall, it was, you know, Top, top three of my top Marvel three movies. Of the Marvel like. ones. Okay. Cool. I don't. What a, I don't know if it's one. I mean, it it, it could be. What's it's one? Hard. God, I really love the original Winter Avengers. Soldier. Well, the original Avengers Winter Soldier was awesome. You know, original Avengers. I, I you know, just because we've never seen anything like that before. Yeah, that's know? my favorite. Um, but that. It, I can't say it's the best movie ever. It's not, but it is is a fantastic movie, and and it made me happy as a fan. They're really taking care of the fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think they did a great job. They left a lot of. I'll give, I'll give you. I 
I'll give you a real question. Is it a better movie than Avatar? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. That's the easiest Come question on. I've ever had to answer. Avatar, Avatar, <laughs> Avatar is way overblown, man. You know, the reason why I ask like that Sonic is just because of just, I, 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 the only reason why I ask that is because <laughs> of the whole um, battle between Endgame and Avatar at making money and being the, uh, the bigger the money bigger part. there. They re-release. Yeah. Look, they made money different ways. They haven't even... Like he's just he's so salty. Gosh, he's so salty. This about is sad Avatar. that we're even talking about Avatar in the same vein. Yeah, who's salty about what? Of of uh, Endgame gonna beat the their record or getting? No, close. I'm not. Huh? No, I'm not. I'm not an Avatar fan. I don't know what you're calling salty over here. For. No, I said not you. I said uh, the director, not you. I ain't worried about no James Cameron. Yeah, James, James Cameron. Cameron. James Cameron can go jump and go take his 20,000 leagues under the sea. Yeah, that's, I wasn't talking <laughs> about you. You get salty about other things. You ain't salty about no <laughs> Avatar. I haven't even thought about Avatar. I can't even... I'm just thinking about it now. It's a dumb... Mm, well, Avatar not dumb. is not... All right, so what do you think about the movie, though, in game, Clear? Uh, so I thought it was a really good culmination of all of the movies. Because basically, it's, it's summing up all of the movies, and not, and not technically all the movies. It's summing up more of the core Avengers: Iron Man, uh, Thor, uh, Captain Hulk. America, and the Hulk. And then, of course, you've got Hawkeye and you've got Black Widow in there as well. You know, those are kind of the core Avengers that they call call the core. And so, I thought it was a really good culmination of all their stories. It wrapped wrapped all of their stories up very well, with the exception of the Hulk. I don't think it really finished the Hulk because there was really no ending he had in it. But Thor gets his ending. Um, well, Thor didn't get his ending either, so he's not really wrapped up either. But Thor gets a nice send off to another group, and hopefully, we'll see him in another movie, which I think you know will be funny if he if it, if it's done right. But um, Iron Man and um, Captain America, I think they both got a poetic ending they both deserved. They both got what they truly wanted because Iron Man, Tony Stark, all he really wanted in the very end was a family. He finally got that family and he finally got the rest that he so deserved, which we'll talk more about that and the poetic uh, ending to that. And then Captain finally got his got to live his life like Tony told him to. Tony said, just go live a life and put all this aside. And he finally got to do that as well. So I thought that was a really good way to, to end it poetically with, with those two, because I mean, when you look back at it, you know, and you look back at the past, what, 10 years, is it, you know, 2008 when Iron Man came out, I think if I'm not mistaken, yeah, past correct. 10 years. So past 10 years, uh, actually 11 years, cause this is 2019 past 11 years, most of the movies have revolved around Iron Man and Captain America. Even, you know, some of the other movies have have had them play in it as well. So you kind of have that whole revolving uh, door around those two center characters. I mean, they had Civil War that was based on, you know, something else totally in the comics. In the movies franchise, nothing but a conflict, but basically that boiled down to between Tony and and Captain America, which they are the two center figures in the comics, but they're not so centered as what they were in the movies. And some people might disagree with me on that, but there's so many different players in the comics that didn't come out in the movies that, that to me, I feel like it's a, it's a totally different, different line, which it was, but 
Um, I just loved how they did everything. It was very poetic. Um, they did, did a really great job of storytelling. This movie blew the doors off of storytelling, in my, in my opinion, because a lot of the Marvel movies are action first, story later. And when you go look back at 99% of these movies, with the exception of Captain Marvel just recently and Endgame, it's all action. Here's some movie. You know, here's some story. You know, I loved Black Panther. I thought it was one of the best ones they've done, but it, it was based more around the action than it was around the story. The story was good, but it could have been better. Just like, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, it was based around the comedy, not so much the story. And so I'm looking at these from, hey, I want a, I want a good story. Because, you know, for me in the comics and reading the comic books, I loved the story. The story is what drove those comics, what made them big, what made them grand. And to finally get a story that actually told to me, I mean, because even in Infinity War, there wasn't so much story. There was so much more action. It was just, okay, how can we beat Thanos? Let's just go beat the crap out of him. That's all, uh, you know, Infinity War was. Let's just try to pound him down. This one here was like, okay, we've got to figure out a way that we can actually defeat Thanos and do it the right way and do it the one way that uh, Doctor Strange said out of the, what, 4,605,000 things that this is the one, one right way. And I just thought that they did a really good job of actually doing that and telling that story. Um, there was just so many nice elements in there. You got to see a great element with the Hulk, and I love that they actually brought Professor Hulk into it. This is this was a great change and a great so, show and evolution. That's the for question. That. that was my question because you'd mentioned Hulk, and this is for yeah. both of you guys. We'll take turns giving your opinion. So my opinion, one of the things that they dropped the ball on was the Hulk, and uh, and I don't know anything about the uh, comics and everything, but if you take it back to Infinity War, you know, he was scared to come out, you know, and, uh, you know, because he got beat by Thanos and he, he, couldn't, he couldn't call him the Hulk. So the Hulk was a no go in uh, Infinity War. So I'm thinking, okay, he's going to come out at the just the right time and, uh, and kind of, you know, have a big play at some point in the end game. Well, he's introduced by sitting at the diner and he's Professor Hulk. Well, the only reason I knew about Professor Hulk because you guys had talked about it either. I think we were, we weren't recording it uh when we did the last podcast but after the last podcast you guys were talking about professor or the professor hulk and um to me that's just kind of like dude where did this guy just come out of left field knowing nothing about the comics and then even then he i mean yeah he was smart he helped out with the design and stuff but that that could all just gone to tony stark which it essentially did and then bruce helping out but you know that could have they could have shown that aspect of him, the smartness and then steal that brutality if it was required. I want to so, start. I want to go. Why back they some, do that? Essentially, what I'm asking. I want to go back some movies and say. Um, I don't know if they really knew how to to do that the right way because and, and Johnson agree. Like what was cool about but if you go go back to Avengers first Avengers movie, okay he Hulk wasn't in it. Hulk wasn't in it the whole movie. He was he was on the ship, right? Okay, that was a little bit. But when you know everybody got rowdy when he changed, like it was just the end. a little smash awesome. and a couple one liners and that the scene with Loki and that was it. Like it was enough. It wasn't like it was it wasn't oversaturated. Okay. Well then and then in Ultron, same thing except more. You know it was more to it. But so what what really upset me 
even I'm just thinking about the Hulk in general and Bruce's. They started that whole thing with 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 Black with Natasha with Black Widow, and yeah. and and you know at the end of Ultron, he flies off. Was it Ultron? Yeah, the end of Ultron, he fly, flies off, and then we don't pick him back up until Thor Ragnarok. Now they, he still hadn't seen, you know, Black Widow, but even when he sees him in Infinity War, um, it's nothing. It's like they don't even, they don't do anything with that, and and then and then you only have a little bit of Hulk in Infinity War. I mean, the first minute or two of the movie, and he's gone again, and it's just this whole back and forth, and then we get to what I don't know what they were thinking in this movie because I really think, and 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 and, and clear and clear uh, got on it earlier. Um, their main focus was the two main pillars of this yeah. of this time of this universe of this cinematic universe and um you know i i don't know i mean that he briefly explained how he did it or you know how he did it in the diner and he he held up the building after thanos came but i mean that was it besides the snap but like we didn't get we didn't get what we wanted to see from the Hulk because it wasn't the same Hulk. You know, they kind of did something else. So they, I don't know if they left that open for a reason, or I honestly think they just didn't have time to do anything with it because everything else they were trying to do. So I have to like totally, totally 100% disagree with you on almost everything you were talked about right there. So the evolution of the Hulk, actually, they, I think they did it. They did it a little rushed. That's on one part I'll agree with you, but I actually think they did it well because they did the evolution of the Hulk. When you look at Hulk when he first, you know, when you first meet him, uh, you've got Bruce Banner and you've got Hulk. They are completely separate. They are not, you know, in sync whatsoever. You know, Hulk is based off a of complete rage. Banner's based off a of complete knowledge. That's all it is. You know, they're completely separate. That's how it was in Avengers. When you get to Ultron, the thing that happens is a Scarlet Witch gets into um, Banner's head and actually gets into um, Hulk's head and actually turns him into what's called almost to almost to the point of what's called Gray Hulk. Gray Hulk is like his ultimate rage out where he's got the most power he's ever, ever had. That's the reason why he was able to dominate Hulkbuster like he did. That's the reason why he was destroying the place like he did. And that's the reason why he left as well too because Banner knew that he could not control Gray Hulk. He knew that he had absolutely no control if he ever went to that point. That's why he left, because he's like, I have no control. So when you pick back up with his story at Thor Ragnarok, Banner is out of the picture and Thor and, and, and Hulk is taken completely over. Hulk is like, no, this is me. Banner's taking a back seat. I'm controlling this body now, which that happens in the comics. You see that strife between Banner and Hulk. What personality is going to come out? What part personality is going to dominate? Which one's going to take control? and Which one's going to battle for the body? And that's what you see in Ragnarok. You see that clear as day, which it's Ragnarok is based off a little bit of what's called Planet Hulk, where Hulk is sent off to a planet because he was so destructive on Earth that he had to be sent away and he actually is there in kind of that gladiatorial area as well. So that's kind of a base in the comic books as well. So when you go from there, you actually start seeing whenever Banner actually gets to take the body back, you actually get to start seeing the parts of where the Hulk is like, I'm not being cooperative anymore. I'm not coming out. Because you kind of see that a little bit when he's going from the, I forget the name of the planet they're, they're on in Ragnarok, but the gladiatorial planet back to Asgard. 
you start seeing that because you see Banner and Hulk trying to fight because he's trying to get Hulk to come out at certain points. He just doesn't want to come out. And then it takes him jumping out of the ship in Ragnarok, landing flat on his face, about to destroy the, the their their shared body for Hulk to even want to come out. You know, so it's showing that angst right there. And then when they go into Infinity War, Hulk gets the crap beat out of him. Hulk is not somebody that that's taken lightly. He's one of the, I think that in most rankings, he's usually in the top five most powerful non-celestial um, Marvel characters. When you start talking about the celestials and everything, you start getting to really just stupid powers and all like that. But we're not going to talk about that. That's no point. That's just too deep. That'll come in these next phases because you actually have the Eternals and stuff like that coming on the horizon and movies like that. So, but <clears throat> you have Hulk, he's usually in the top five of, you know, normal people powerful. You know, he, he sometimes even tops Thor, and Thor's a god. So, I mean, that's just, that, that's insane how powerful he is. And he gets beat by Thanos. Not because he's weak, not because he's weaker than Thanos, but not it's because he's not that ticked off. Hulk's power is based on how mad he is. It's that's all his power is based on. The madder he gets, the stronger he is. He just didn't get mad enough, and he got beat up, and he got scared that he couldn't get mad enough. It wasn't Banner that got scared; it was the Hulk that got scared. So Hulk was like, "I'm not coming out. I'm out, dude. I'm out. You you do this on your own. You can do whatever you want with the body." And that's kind of what happens through the rest of Infinity War. That's why you see Banner and Hulk Buster not coming out as the Hulk, and it's just kind of kind of sad to see. That, but it makes sense and it makes sense for this point here because whenever you go from infinity war to endgame and you have that time lapse because you got to remember infinity war goes from one year to the next and then goes into endgame endgame goes from one year to five years it takes a nice five-year leap and banner didn't say just all of a sudden oh one day i'm professor hulk it's over a five-year span that he's taken the time to do this to grow this Yes, we don't get to see that, and that's where the rushed part comes in, but it does make sense because he's like, I found a way to balance it. I found a way to balance Hulk and me and be the best of both of us. He's almost as powerful as, as Hulk is, but now he's got the brains to back it up, so now he's a, now he's a tactician. That's the thing with Professor Hulk. He was a tactician, and he in the comics, he was able to think about his fights and actually analyze his, his opponents before he attacked. And so that way, he was more powerful because he actually could take the time to think about it and not just rush in there. If he'd rushed in there again against Thanos, he would have lost again. That's just a fact of the matter because Thanos... As powerful he is, he's a tactician as well, and he thinks about his fights and he watches about, watches it. He knows that he can overpower somebody in pure rage. It took it to, and for and for them to do what they needed to do. You had to have Professor Hulk. Hulk would not have been on board himself to put that gauntlet on to basically, in essence, almost lose an arm. And so it takes that to have that. That is why the reason why the Professor Hulk comes in is because he's the only one that can survive doing the snap with the gauntlet that's a that's a great point about i mean they were hulk wasn't just gonna go hulk snap you're that's that's right i think what marcus is is like man i wanted to see hulk beat somebody up you know what i mean like yeah. I, but that's I think not that, what the, that's not that's nothing what this movie was about that's the, it goes back to that whole storytelling hulk smash has no storytelling professor hulk has all the storytelling and that's where that's yeah. where they had to make that change well you're talking about all this background for Hulk, which makes perfect sense. I mean, it's, but from a guy that just watched the movie, yeah, you know, he's 
you know, in, in Avengers, one of my favorite ones. So in that very fresh, he said, that's my little secret, uh, doc or whatever. I'm always angry. And then smashes that thing in the face when he turns into Hulk. So he's always angry right there, he says. But then, um, you know, I don't know about what you said about, you know, Gray Hulk and all that. That makes sense. But, you know, I would expect the best of both worlds if he's going to be Professor Hulk. I just wish he would have done something, uh, you know, like, wow, we're sure glad we got Hulk here. And, yeah, I'm a tactician and I'm smart enough to know that, hey, I can jump out here. I know he had his arm hurt, you know, and this kind of stuff. But I'm just saying if they could rewrite the movie at some point before maybe while they're trying to get this gauntlet created, they get attacked but, and Hulk goes in there and rips a few skulls. But in the but in, but but in the time thing, you had the perfect thing. He rips off his shirt. He goes, "Oh, Hulk smash!" Busts up the car. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, it's so, it's great. I, I, it's great. It's perfect. It's it. The way that they did that was perfect. <laughs> it was a perfect play I'm, into it because it's like, okay, for all you people that really want a Hulk smash, here you go. Who's your Hulk smash? So they're, they're you know? playing at us. Yeah, yeah. They're, I, play, I, they're playing want, at you. I mean, it it, it was never. For Hulk's storyline to finish out, it was never planned for him to be Hulk smashed through the whole way. It had to have that progression out. I think, uh, I think they, I didn't know I was going to laugh so much in Endgame. Did you? I didn't. I thought it was great. I like, thought it was going to be, so I, I knew that was two things that were going to happen. Obviously, it was going to be good, or they're going to take the easy road and say, hey, we already going to make a bunch of money on this regardless. We don't have to put that many jokes in it. We don't have to be that funny. We don't have to tell that much of a story like you're saying clear, which they did all of that. They did all of that really good. So I was very surprised. But yeah, I thought it was really funny too. Way funnier than I, I thought. Yeah, and, I, and I'll say that on the Hulk thing too. See, see, this is where we're going to differ opinions because I, like, I don't have time vested in the comics to know as much as as clear does so so we're me and me and hollywood are like we're you know we get it now we get it. i understand a lot more it makes perfect sense i you know as far as him snapping because regular hulk couldn't have done it uh you know i dare say i you know if they, they were still separated i dare say you know banner maybe could have done it uh, you know, because he's tried to kill himself before. And maybe Hulk, maybe Hulk yeah. would pop out that way, but obviously they didn't have that plan. Um, you know, but um, you know that that is a good point. But I think just as a as a you know just a casual you know movie goer or it knows a little bit about the the universe, I think people were let down in that aspect. Does it make more sense now? Yes, it it does make more sense. Dude, I still want to see at least a few minutes with Thanos and Professor Hulk, at least with one arm. Yes. Cause I want to say something else. I don't know where uh, Hollywood you're going with the, with the questions, but this is another thing I didn't know. And, and Jonathan doesn't have to go too deep into it if he doesn't want, but man, Thanos without the stones was a bad son of a gun. I mean, did he, well, I so mean, without Thanos, the stones, he was tearing everybody up, man. It was awesome. Well, Correct me if well, I'm you, wrong, you, Clear, well, I mean, but Thanos was actually a Celestial. He is a Celestial. Uh, no, he's not a Celestial. He's a Titan. It's not It's not the same. Um, and two, in this one, they didn't play him as a Celestial. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I don't think he ever was a Celestial. I just saw somebody, somebody but he on was YouTube like said he was. He was a special Titan. Like He was different he than was, the others, right? He, yeah, he was different than the others. I forget exactly the the storyline behind Thanos, but I don't think he ever was a celestial. Um, 
I'm trying to I'm trying to pull up just some and in Hollywood while he's looking that up like okay just take the stones out of it just even I don't think he only had the power stone when he was facing Hulk he probably didn't even freaking need that I mean you know all that war and all that killing you know all that everything he's been doing I mean I mean that's all he did so I mean he was so smart and he was so I mean he was just I mean, yeah. just cutting through them cats, man. Even with, with, with uh, Stormbreaker, Mornir, and the and the Shield and Cap and all of. I mean, it was all they could do. Yeah, he's not. He's not a Celestial. He's an Eternal. Eternal. Yeah. I knew it was an Eternal. Uh, oh. it's, it's an Eternal. It's an Eternal, and he's a deviant hybrid. So he's basically a hybrid of what the Eternals are. He's a form of a, of an Eternal, which doesn't make him as powerful as a celestial but makes him more powerful than usually people like leveled like hulk and thor and all of them um but yeah like thanos he's a world destroyer i mean that's what he did before he even got the stones i mean and you get that even from the you can get that from the movie the the movie in, in infinity war that's how he got gamora is he mm. killed off half of her uh, half of her world's population just because he walked in there and he did that without snapping you know he did that with his army and with his brute force that's he walked all in he's there been and said, doing that's that's all whole, that's all yeah. that, that's what he does that's his thing he goes in and he destroys people and civilizations for his pleasure because in the movies he's doing it because he feels like he needs to do it to save the world or save the galaxy universe whatever you want to say from killing itself in the comics, he's actually doing it to please Lady Death, which that's even more sadistic. He's even more sadistic in the comics than he is in the movies. In the movies, they try to make him somewhat relatable because, I mean, if you think about it, you know, overpopulation can kill a world. Overpopulation can kill, you know, can kill a galaxy, a universe. So he, so he kind of has, so he kind of has that that humanizing factor there, and that that whole thing of okay, we're going to make him feel like a person, you know, somewhat relatable, even though he has evil intentions. Yeah. I think, um, I think they did a great job with him. Um, I don't know where Holly wants to go with this, but just on the same lines of just, you know, talking about Hulk. Yeah. Was I, 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 you know, once you brought it up, it made a lot more sense. So I'm not as disappointed. I really, I really need to watch the movie a few more times to really uh, appreciate it more. But I think that's, um, you know, I, 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 I really think that Hulk in that form will be. What is that? Did you get this? This is the uh, Avengers Best Buy exclusive. It glows. I can't mm. turn it off now. But here's the real treasure. The answer is everything. <laughs> What's all Good in that? All the movies? Oh, yeah. Just now, it's just the original Avengers. Man, that's awesome! He's breaking out the compendium there. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was looking at when I knew we were going to do this. No, a character compendium is great to have. I wish I had a good one. I need a. I need a good. Yeah, one. but but like it can it. I guess that one's going to be pretty close. And like uh, we've talked about before, not recording. You know, they obviously strayed a lot from the comics to do their own thing but isn't it incredible that back when they were decided to do iron man they had pretty much already planned all this out till now i mean yeah, they, for, isn't that awesome How, i mean that out. takes that's crazy man that's that's well 
it's it's smart planning. That's what it is. It's it's smart and, and ingenious planning, and it's uh, it, it, luckily for us, it was putting the cart before the horse and it actually <laughs> paying off. Because it did pay a lot off, of the time, man. A, a lot of the times it doesn't pay off, but this time it actually paid off. So that was very good. I mean, um, do we dare say that they always forget about? I guess the Incredible Hulk movie, because because that's what started the the um, post credit scenes. Because Iron Man was in. I mean, wasn't Tony or Howard in that one? It's been so. I long. don't. You I don't, I don't remember that one. I, I don't remember and which uh, one. Like and, I remember in Hulk with Edward Norton. I think. I think after the movie, I think the first one was Iron Man. No, 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 no. The right, no, no. I'm talking about. I have to. You may have to. I have to look that up later. But I. So think, the first one for this universe was Iron Man. Is okay. what they were all saying. Iron Man was the was started the whole thing. That's when the first time you had Fury at the end of it and everything. So I don't know how they play into the Hulk get movies before that and everything. But well, the only a, they, other movies I remember before that was. Uh, wasn't there a Captain American '80s with that guy on? Uh, Forever Young, what's that guy's name? I remember like a the, Captain um, America movie. The the Hulk movie that you're talking about as well. It came out in uh, 2008 alongside of yeah um, Iron Man. So Iron Man actually beat it beat 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 Hulk for having the 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 first end credit one. scene. Yeah. Okay, then it was. I guess he was in the Hulk one then. Um, but I, I know the 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 first Iron Man. Yeah, because first Iron Man came out May second of two thousand eight. That in, that Incredible Hulk that you're talking about came out in June of two thousand eight. So yeah, Iron Man actually beat it to having the first post credit scene because Iron Man really was the one that started off the whole post credit scene uh, trend, and so it grew from there. But Did I don't, I don't, I don't remember Iron Man or Iron Man being in that one. They might have mentioned his name, but I remember them looking for Edward Norton in the jungles or whatever, you know, afterwards, yeah. like, cause the, the, I don't think, I don't think Stark was ever in that at all because at the time, uh, the Hulk wasn't even a part of the Marvel cinematic universe at that point, because that was still, if I'm not mistaken, that was controlled by universal studios. At that the time. was universal. And, and so, and so with it being controlled with universal and not being under the Marvel banner, there wouldn't be a, a cross there because then that would be infringement. Of titles, they had a Hulk movie, a long what, like in two thousand two or three. Yeah, but that was still uh, Universal. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, the one I'm I was saying, it, it had nothing is... to do with uh, the other stuff. No, That's no, what I'm I know. I'm, I... Yeah, two thousand three, they had one. Who Which was, was that? that? That was the Eric Bana one. That was uh, oh yeah, yeah. Eric Bana. <laughs> and it was supposed to, and technically, the Incredible Hulk was actually supposed to be a continuation of that one. It's supposed to branch from that one and Sorry, branch into I that one. I shot away from Endgame. So, we can get back to yeah. Endgame. We're way we're way away from Endgame. Yeah, so I want to talk. So I want to talk a lot about Endgame. So yeah, I want to talk. And I, and I hate and I hate and I hate, and I hate diving about Hulk because I mean, heck, we can pull each character apart like that because I could rip each, each one apart. Well, like I'm that. just talking about Hulk because for me as a watcher, that was one of the we're talking about what kind of what you wanted to see. I wanted to see that, and I so we'll kind of leave Hulk there, kind of beat that down like you said, but then Thor. You know, I wanted to see Thor, and I, I talked to the Coastal about this. I wanted to see Thor come back and lay down some, uh, lay down the hammer. You know, but he's fat, and I understand. Okay, he's all depressed, and this whole thing that that was. And it was a funny scene at Fortnite. That was a great 
Um, oh yeah, that was but awesome. it was. He never perfect. really. He, he's fighting with his fatness. Like he, and I understand he's supposed to be slow, and he, so he can't beat Thanos. But you know, no, 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 y'all never, y'all never paid attention to it. Like because I, I had this discussion with a couple of my buddies at work. <laughs> so, so Thor without Stormbreaker and without Mjolnir is just chubby old fat beard belly Thor. You know, he's 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 the dude from the Big Lebowski. That's what he is. <laughs> through most of the movie and it's really hilarious because you see that and, and you see him broken until he time travels back with rocket to get the um to get the ether out of jane and you see him run into his mom his mom knows that's that not that's not her thor she knows it's the thor from the future because she's was raised by witches she knows this and she gives him this great insight and makes him feel like thor again Right. Well, of course, he's not going to instantly lose his beer belly because of that. He should I mean, have his Thor. He can shoot lightning right. and fly. And, uh, yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. He's a but he can't lose he can't 50 yeah. pounds. Hang on. This is, this, is where it, this is where you've got to pay attention, and you've got to, pay, <laughs> you've got to watch it really closely in the movie. I'm excited. So, he get, he, he, I, the, my, one of my favorite parts is when Rocket walks up to you know, his mom and him, and Rocket bows down. Your Majesty, you know, all, all regal and everything, and you see Sweet Rabbit finally be regal, which is hilarious in my opinion. <laughs> and so when Thor reaches out his hand for Mjolnir, because we all know exactly what he's doing, and it just and Rocket looks at like, what is he doing? And she goes, sometimes it takes a minute. You know, that was a great little joke right yeah. there. And then all of a sudden you see Mjolnir, he gets Mjolnir back. So when he actually is in the fight with Thanos, you see him with Stormbreaker and Mjolnir, and you clap them together, and all of a sudden you see his beard completely braided out like a just a just amazing, awesome. um, c- uh, Celtic, um, yeah, Viking Viking just- warrior. When you look at him, he is completely ripped again. He is not fat in those scenes when he's doing that. When his beard is all braided out and no, he's, he's fighting, fat, man. He's, he's not fat. fat. He's got a He's good. not fat. He just has his armor. armor. His armor. His armor it doesn't matter. Fat. He's it's not there. It's, it's not there. If you look in the way he moves, he's not moving slow. He's, he's whooping tail. He's he's whooping tail and he's he's tearing them up. Because how else do you explain him getting all the power all of a sudden and having the braided out beard? Because, I mean, I'm sorry. He's not a master braider. He can just braid his beard super fast and then be like, oh. He's not a master braider. I mean, what do you it's, think it's, he it's, is? It's, 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 no. the, 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 the power. I mean, it was the power. It's the power of Thor. Whenever the, whenever he wielded the full power of Thor, he became real Thor. That's what I it's, thought was going to happen. Hang on. He was no, fat that's, still. That, no, that's what happened because the reason why I say fat. this is it's it's based off it's a based off a thing in the comics. In the comics, whenever um whenever Thor's power switches over to Jane Foster, she's a cancer ridden woman. She's about on her deathbed, and as soon as she takes over the power of Thor, she no longer has cancer. She's completely cured of cancer. But every time she puts the hammer down and she's not in Thor mode, she's back to Jane Foster with cancer. That's what I'm saying there, and um, that's what I'm saying there is that is it's that point there. It that if you and if you look at it, I, I mean, I I could be totally wrong. I could have been fat. all struck with it. He did not look fat to me. He looked He's he still looked fat. awesome, slick. No, I'm, and I'm with awesome. you. It's clear. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's exactly what I thought was going to happen. And then when he did that, I was like, "This is sick." Fine, this is what I was waiting on. And then he still got a gut though. Yeah, his chainmail still hangs over that belt buckle, and it's like, dude, why did it? Why did they not get get rid of his gut right there? Yeah, he was still big. 
uh, but he just had all like you know he had the the armor and all that on, so it was kind of hidden a little. bit. And I was bit like, well, I guess he's just a middle aged warrior, like an old warrior. That's what I had to pretend in my head. You know, he's just an old Viking, old salty dog. Oh, he was still tearing it up. He was, you know? but I mean, so I thought they were going to say, well, you know, he's a little out of shape, so that's why it's Thanos. He, he can't just have him come there and just destroy Thanos, which he no. might not could have anyway. But you know, I mean, his braids. He could have because he is he is a god. And he, I mean, and you see him kill Thanos in the first 10 minutes of the movie when he chops his head off yeah. with Stormbreaker. You know? Oh, yeah, that's true. He did kill I mean, Thanos he, in there. I mean, he, he could he could have at any time killed Thanos because all he had to do was aim right. You know, he was aiming, instead of aiming at his head in freaking Infinity War, mm-hmm. he was aiming for the arm. He's like, let me chop the arm off so I can get the gauntlet off. Thanos was like, you missed, because he's like, you should have chopped my head off. You know, Thanos even knew that he was dead at that point there. That's why he snapped right then and there, because that's the only way he could save everything, you know, save his life and everything. And so, I'm sorry, Thor is actually one of those power. I mean, he is one of the most powerful. He is the, I mean, technically, with the exception of Carol Danvers, he is the most powerful um, Avenger. Yeah, I didn't see uh, Marvel, Captain Marvel. Oh, it was but great. I did learn that it goes against the comics right there because she's never been Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel's a dude. Uh, you are incorrect there, sir. Majorly incorrect. She actually does take over the banner as Captain Marvel from the my Captain Marvel. Marvel Bible. Uh, your Marvel Bible is incorrect there, sir. Because oh, okay. Carol Danvers does become Captain Marvel. She starts out as Miss Marvel, then she takes on the moniker as Captain Marvel. Mm. Marvel was a Kree warrior. Yes, that is correct. Sent Mar-Vell to Earth to sabotage the human space program. However, grew to admire the humans and started to help them gain the title Captain Marvel. This is a guy. Yep. All right, so then you go to uh-huh. uh, Carol Danvers. Let's just see what mm-hmm. it says. Because it does say that to a degree. Yep, and that's what happens. Carol Danvers. I think it's just she's just Marvel. She's just Marvel in here. She's probably Miss Marvel in there. Miss Marvel, but she does. Yep, but Marvel. she does take over the. She does take over the moniker Captain Marvel. You can look that up anywhere. Your book's out of date. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I mean, is it is it older than 1967? Is it? Uh, no, she actually took over Captain Marvel in like the 2000s. Well, that's in the why. comics. She took it yeah. over in uh, in Captain Marvel. No, she took it over before then. <laughs> uh, Miss Marvel, Carol Danvers. I wonder what this was in two thousand and. Uh, well, anyway, this is it. See, I'm, I'm more of a traditional classic. I don't, I don't. This is this is old school universe. Carol Danvers was a U.S. Air Force officer who was sent to investigate the original Captain Marvel. And it probably says what mm-hmm. you say. Her DNA melted together during an explosion, giving her superpowers. Carol assumed the name Miss Marvel, although she has yep. had two other identities, Binary and Warbird, mm-hmm. since then. She refused yep. to be part of Norman Osborn's Avenger, joining the new Avengers instead. She changed her original costume based on Captain Marvel's to a sleek back black suit. It just doesn't say that she turned into she Captain came, Marvel she came, here. she came as Captain Marvel, Avenging Spider-Man number 9, July 2012. Okay, so that's why 2012. Like I said, your book's out of date. Yeah. 
I thought we were doing classic comics. We are doing classic comics. They eventually become modern comics. Yeah. And Wolverine died four times, five times, six times. I got yeah, the well, death they, of Wolverine. Bring, no, we're not bringing him back this time. Yeah, they're bringing him back, though. Or they've so, already brought him back, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, so, so it's just... Yeah, so so Captain Marvel, because she is Captain Marvel, and she's been Captain Marvel before this. Um, Captain Marvel is uh, basically taking the role of a character called Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock in the actually Infinity War uh, comic was actually the integral part of defeating Thanos. They actually had to have Adam come in to wield the gauntlet to defeat Thanos. Cap- <laughs> Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel does kind of that role in the movie but not quite but she's just the all-powerful superhero that's just destroying everything basically she's like oh look it's thanos's warship let me fly straight through it and destroy it in one fell swoop you yeah, know I, she's I just call, like an, um i gave she's just the a highlight awesome points character. from the movie basically that that engine was you know powered by the tesseract or the space stone and that's what she got yeah. melded with in the in the cinematic universe i guess it's the same in the comics, but you know, um, not quite the same in the comics. Um, because Marvel uh, got the powers through Cree, through Cree technology. <laughs> Marvel. And then, See, so, this is yeah. this is why I don't I can't keep up with con- there's too much. I I just want to talk about Endgame and how. Uh, well, you start the, getting into space and all that. Yeah. They can just. I mean, you're talking about time travel. I th- wait till 2022. They're going to go back in time and change her from Captain Marvel again. Then I'll be right. <laughs> no, you'll still be I mean, wrong. It'll be just, it's just like, but it's um so so Captain no, Marvel so was you know, with. so Captain Marvel basically the whole point of her coming in at that point was to basically give Tony the time he took for him to recover and to do his thing and basically kind of give that whole buffer there and that's exactly what she did. She did a fantastic job about that and I have to talk about the one awesome scene that plays in with that is when they have the quote-unquote women Avengers, which there is a all-women Avengers team as well in the comics. And I thought that was awesome to see them come in and said, no, we're going to take it and we're going to handle business. And they did. They just, uh, you have Valkyrie, you have Rescue, which is Pepper Potts. You've got Scarlet Witch, which you finally get to see Scarlet Witch yeah, she's be awesome. a real Scarlet Witch. She's one of I mean, my favorite in, ones. In the comics, Scarlet Witch is like one of the most unstoppable people. I mean, she is amazing in the comics. There's so many things that happen. The only person that ever really stops her in the comics is Doctor Strange, and he just barely does it. And so... There's a new comic out that said Doctor Strange didn't ever stop her. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so you know, you, so you finally get to see these characters be, you know, be their characters what they're supposed to be, and it was just a great scene to see all of those, to see all the women characters come together. You've got Gamora in there as well. You've got uh, God, what's her name? Wasp. Okoye. Okoye. Um, Shiri. Shiri, and then I, I, I'm trying to remember. Um, Gamora, Nebula, Nebula. That's the one I was yeah. trying to remember. Nebula. You know, you've got all of them right there going at it. You know, it's it's just a great scene right there. It's just really good. And two, after finally having a woman lead with Captain Marvel, it's nice to see that and see that to come out and it not be so one-sided, just all the men doing everything. Because I really think that it takes balance in these movies to do that. And when you start getting into some of the other stuff that's going to be happening in the next phases, at least stuff that I think that's going to be happening, you're going to have 
other people that are going to be more center to the things. I mean, Captain Marvel is probably going to be the center point going from here forward until the end of this next quote unquote phase. I don't know if they're going to call it a phase again or not because they technically had what three phases, uh, you know, yeah, leading up to like this. And so I don't think they're going to have that same phase pattern. I think they're going to go with more of the Earthbound and Galactic. That's just the way the movies are lining up. That's kind of what it seems like. And the one person to bridge all that is going to be Carol Danvers because she can she can go wherever she wants it, whenever she wants. You know, she just has that ability. So, but um, yeah, she was awesome in the movie, and finally you get to see Pepper Potts in rescue suit i mean that was awesome you got to see it back in you got to kind of see her in iron man armor back in iron man 3 and you're like oh man that's kind of cool and i wish i'd see more and you kind of see tony allude to it throughout this movie too because he's like you know um his daughter which tony ends up having a daughter you know in the five-year time warp he ends up having a daughter and his daughter finds the faceplate to rescue and Tony makes the statement, oh, yeah, I always get your mom something to wear and she never wears it. You know, finally having her wear that and actually Pepper, you know, defending something was great. You know, it was awesome. The only thing that I didn't like was the fact that, you know, she had the extremist virus in her and everything. And they never quite wrapped that up, you know, so that's never completely wrapped up. They there. did. They took it out of her. Did they take it out of her? Yeah, they, for some reason, see, because I, I had that I had that question too, and the, and I forgot where they mentioned it, but because I think at the end of was that Iron Man three that they said like they did they tied that up at the end because they did, I forgot okay. about that because that's what I was thinking. I said she don't need no armor. She's freaking uh, yeah. awesome without it. Like with that, yeah, I haven't watched Iron Man three in forever. Yeah, Iron Man so. three, and and also yeah, that was also like a lot of people. Like Marcus, I mean, like Hollywood were saying, um, they're like, who's that one kid, that teenager that I didn't know at the <laughs> funeral scene, you know? And that's oh, you were saying that too, huh? No, you were I saying knew that who too. No, yeah, you didn't. All those theory videos you told me not to watch, them same people I keep watching. Like you told me, <laughs> uh-huh. like you told me we weren't gonna get to watch it in the U.S. till May something. Uh, that's how they used to do it. Uh, okay. That's how they did. Uh, that's how they did. They they did uh, Infinity War, if I'm not mistaken, either that or the uh, Ultron. But anyways, um, well, if you want to start <laughs> busting on uh, theories, is so let's get let's get to your theory of Black Widow being the central part of uh, Avengers moving forward. What did um, I looks say like that? that Oh, you said that on one of the nights when we were sitting here talking about stuff, and you're like, oh, yeah, Black Widow is going to be the one moving forward to help inter- integrate things because she's got all the espionage going on. And I told you, oh, no, sir, no, that's not oh, right. Oh, okay. Uh-huh, I caught you, caught you slipping I have, on that. I have on record what I think thought was going to happen on Endgame. I told, I, mate, was that before we watched Endgame? It had to be. Yeah. What, the X Legends one? No, 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 no. He's talking about something when we were just talking candidly. We were talking. We were talking. No, we were so talking got, without. So recording. I tried to go back, and I know we've talked about it, and I don't remember what we what we recorded and what we didn't. So the only thing that we have is Apex. When me and Clear did, or uh, me and Coastal did uh, Apex, and we were yeah, talking about what we we're going to do, and he has some solid theories. I mean, that, um, pretty much they were all spot on. Um, <clears throat> and then I thought we were going to get into it when we did the SNES games because I know we talked about it. And I, and I guess we didn't record it because I couldn't find. No, it. we didn't. Re- we didn't record it. That's, that was because we did it. Like I think it was afterwards. Yeah, I thought. I don't know why. I I think maybe I was thinking 
Say, oh my god, what is that? Oh my god, sorry. Cut that out. Um, I hit my button on the. This thing. is what happens when you record in a uh, cemetery in your car. Look, <laughs> you I, just hey, try to start random hey, when, things. Come when y'all on. got up earlier, I, I I I was talking to myself in the podcast, saying that I feel like I'm in the Blair Witch Project right now. So if something happens to you. <laughs> it looks like. Um, That's what it looks like. I could do you this. Guys, I wish you could see this. This like, is hilarious. You know, do that real shaky video. You know, it's um, already been real shaky the entire time. <laughs> I, I think, I think what I was saying about Black Widow. Only thing I that comes to my brain was thinking, I was thinking about like Secret Wars or the Cree. You know, not the Cree. Yeah, you were talking. You were talking. You were talking about how she was going to be an integral part in introducing Secret Wars and I things like that, and bringing that part stuff. Yeah. Well, look. I, yeah. I'll, moving I'll forward, some more she ain't stuff. moving forward. She's moving straight into the ground. Well, she died. I, tell, she I is got my dead. prediction. My theory about the movie was correct, and I can go ahead and say now. I think moving forward, I have some good ideas of what they're going to do now. That All right. okay. Before before you do that, let's go back and hear some of those theories. We have all these theories and stuff because they're not going straight from the the comic book, you know, and, and you just have no idea what's going to happen in the movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know. But it'd be cool to play it. I was a Hawkeye guy. I just like staying back and shooting folks, uh, which Shit. I think he's going to be Ronan. I think his parent, I think his family got dusted in the decimation and the snap, you know. So I think uh, Ant Man will be back. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I think the quantum realm's going to play a huge role. Uh, I, and here's another, and I know you're trying to get off, and I'll say this. Um, Captain Marvel's coming out next month. Captain Marvel is supposed to be by far the, the most powerful one in the thing. Um, I do not, however, think that they're going to do a bullcrap move and let her just beat Thanos just coming in out of nowhere. I don't know how it's going to play out. I'm sure it'll be the same scenario where... It'll be like, teamwork and all well, that. Well, uh, Captain Marvel's going to come back, and uh, she she's not going to know what's going on, and Thor or somebody be there, and then they're going to end up fighting each other, and then they'll be on I the same... I want to say this now so it's on the record. Here's what I think is going to happen. Um, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, their contracts are up. So um, one of them's going to go out. I think um, they're either going to... They're either going to separate those stones or they're going to go back to Eitri, to Peter Dinklage's character, and they're going to forge something. They're either going to have another Infinity Gauntlet or it's going to be an Iron Man suit or in the shield or something. And they're going to, you, but you know, Thanos can take that. You know, he hurt himself bad. I think one of them is going to, one of the OG guys are going to pull it off in the end as far as Thanos is concerned. That's what I'm saying. But, you know, I just want to have it on the record to say that before. And I'm going to be completely wrong, but I just, just in case. Well, I mean, to get to Ronan, you had to have something like that happen. You know, so, I mean, that was kind of a given. You know, I, I was I was surprised that they killed all this family in the snap. I was kind of expecting maybe one to be left and just kind of to, to, to give more of an antithesis and just kind of, you know, make him you know, brood a little more, but I guess they just, you know, went for the whole shebang and decided to kill his whole family. Um, you know, it's kind of weird how, you know, he does the snap and it seems like almost all of earth has been wiped out, which he did half of all life in the universe. Yeah, so not one just of two half people of, should be yeah, still alive. Exactly. You would think that, but he said he did half of all the universe. That means a planet over here, could have could six could have billion nothing. people. Yeah, on it. could have. Yeah, could have nothing. Or nothing it could, on it, yeah. could, had nothing. Had nothing touched. And then Earth was the one that was greatly affected, which it it was. You know, because it seems like 
almost all life on Earth was wiped out with the exception of, you know, a few thousand people. Could you, know? you imagine... Could you imagine when 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 Professor Hulk snapped and everybody come back? Could you imagine the headache of operating a DMV center and trying to get everybody new IDs and driver's license? Let's just oh, let's God. talk about the real world. Trying to get, he's like, no man, I'm I'm only this. He goes, no, it's been five years and everybody Let's your see. stuff's expired. Everybody's getting tickets. Everybody's trying to get their money back. I mean, it's to be crazy. You, you wouldn't know? need a license. They'd, they'd get to cut you some slack. They the president would come out and say, hey, we're going to do a grace period. Come on, man. I mean, yeah, you, you use a little common sense. Come on, man. A little common sense. We're talking about a movie. <laughs> All right. So in the in, so. The talk, talking about that, and I remember calling Clear and asking. So, um, is this correct about the comics? In the comics, they go to that soul realm or wherever it is to bring everybody back. Is that true? Something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I don't remember. Uh, it's been so long since I've read the Reddit, so I don't remember exactly how all they get brought back. Because, like in the comics, you know, it, when when they're fighting Thanos, I mean, there's a time when. Uh, uh, what's, what is it? Captain America's head gets smashed. I mean, he gets obliterated. You know, and, and he's. I mean, he gets. I mean, most of the Avengers get so murdered by Thanos. But I mean, and it's bloody. It's vicious. You know, Thanos is unrelenting. Just, I mean, he's a, basically a demon in the comics. You know, and when you see him in the movies, it's kind of watered down. But I understand what they did there. So, like. The theory behind a lot of this is is nobody actually really died. Yeah. They all went into the soul realm, which I can I can fit with that because that's that's technically how a lot of the soul stones how how the soul stone is supposed to work is that you know once it's been acquired by someone they have the ability to create that realm and so I, I really feel that's kind of more the intent there not just everybody vanished and died that they went to the so, you know, went into the soul stone yeah that that's what realm. i was going to ask cuz i know they said it briefly and the only explanation was peter parker when he ran into tony stark he said you know he said you know i didn't feel good and i woke up and doctor strange said it's time to go it's been it's been long enough it's been 5 years so it's like they didn't even remember nothing yeah, they don't. They don't remember like anything. Nothing happened to them. They didn't. They didn't age or nothing because they were just, I guess, quote unquote, sleeping or just nothing limbo. happened. You know, because he just said because you know. And, but see, Doctor Strange already knew it. That's why, you know, he said that. I guess he's just like, well, he said it's time to go. We got to go help. You know. Um, so here's the question: Did Doctor Strange know everything the entire time? Did he know exactly what was going to happen? And the only way for it to happen was him to give up this the uh time stone at an end in um infinity war and then that's what happened to the sorcerer supreme she says oh he gave it up so then i have to give it up because yeah, i didn't think knew. about that until later on i 100 percent say he knew because i mean it's alluded to it with sorcerer supreme because she's not just like oh he gave it up well let me give it up too she was like he's he's to be the best of us which she's talking about the the sorcerers and in the comics he becomes sorcerer supreme he's not sorcerer supreme in the movies a lot of my uh buddies were like oh yeah at the end of captain at the end of doctor strange he's sorcerer supreme i was like no at the end of uh doctor strange he's the warden of that uh new york precinct a warden of new york and so 
he's just a big player, not the biggest. He he's probably become 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 the Sorcerer Supreme in Doctor Strange too, because I mean that's the way it's going to play, especially after the Sorcerer Supreme herself saying he's the best of us. He he was he's the, he's he's there to be the best of us. And when she says that right there, it gives it away, knowing that he knows what's supposed to happen. Because if you go back and look at Doctor Strange, look how quickly he studied and became what he was. You know, he is a brilliant person. I mean, he is beyond human brilliant it's insane how quickly he read that because he read he read and studied all of that as a person as a human not as a uh, intergalactic person not as anybody that's been souped up he has had nothing done to him at that point you know he just learned and wanted to absorb knowledge and because of his quest for knowledge he's become this powerful being in the in the in the movies aspect though hollywood i don't think he knew that until he sat there while they were on titan i mean jonathan do you uh, uh oh no that's not great that's exactly clear, clear. Where he, do that's, you agree like but he went back in time and through time so he knew you know that the ball he lady saw was 14 million six hundred and five yeah. possibilities yeah, when he's doing all the possibilities yeah, yeah. yeah. so he, but he, he didn't did, know, he did that he knew but that he went through forward and backward looking he knew all that you know he did know but he didn't know until that point you know hey, well exactly he took the time there he's like i need to find out how this plays out because he wanted to know how we're gonna win because he was he's like we gotta win and so whenever he gave up the time stone he's like this is the only way when he said that to tony in affinity war and tony's like what you know as he's watching people die you know it, it's that that was it because you know as Doctor Strange is getting dusted. He's like, this was the only way. And so, yes, he knew the entire time. He knew when he woke up. When, when he did came he say through. that when he was dusted? Yeah. He said, this is the only way? He said it, yeah. he said it either either when he, I can't remember exactly when, either when he uh, handed. I think he Either when he handed the stone to Thanos, he looked at Tony and said that. Or while he was getting, or right before he got dusted, he said that. No, I no, can't remember I exactly what point. He handed the stone to Thanos, and then Tony said, why would you do that? And he said, it's the only way. Yeah, uh, that's cool. And then and then I thought it was cool in the movie. The first time they interacted, he, he's, you know, he said, if I tell you, it won't happen. Yeah. And then, if I tell you what will happen. And then when he happen. looked at him. And he pointed. He held that yeah, one that finger. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, once once he got to a certain point, he knew that you know he knew everything was going to keep on going because he knew that that gauntlet had to get so far. You know, he the 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 Iron Man gauntlet had to get so far in progression before he could let Tony know. Because if he didn't, then Tony would of course bug out because Tony's like, oh, well, we won, so I'm going to bug out. I mean, that's. I mean, anybody would do that. You know, you'd get cocky and confident. He didn't. He didn't want to let Tony Stark's ego get in the way of them winning. Because I mean, who's the most ego-driven out of all of them? You know, yeah, Doctor Strange comes to a close second to Tony, but Tony is the most ego-driven of all of them. You know, he's got to feed that ego. He's got to be the smartest person in the room. And it was killing him not to know that they were going to, you know, whether they were going to win or not. Because if you look at him through that fight, he's always constantly kind of in the kind of there to the slight, always looking for where where's Doctor Strange at? Mm-hmm. You, know, it, you know, he's always kind of that, that one little edge. You know, I want to make sure that Doctor Strange is still alive because he's the one that knows the plan. Yeah. You know, so, you know, he's always looking to him. And that, that's not Tony. You know, it's 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 so funny to see him in that kind of vulnerable state. Do you guys think but, it was too long? You think they should have cut some of it out? 
Well, no, there should have been more to it. I wish. I mean, there you was want my more. personal opinion. If you want my personal well, opinion, I mean, there obviously, should have been more. But I mean, I'm saying like, hey, there's two movies. Okay, this one will come out, and the next month, the other one comes out. Would you rather have it that way, or do you think there was a lot of filler in there with Ronan I, killing? I mean, I love that scene. I love that actor too. That Japanese I, I, actor. I think there. I think there, there. I think there could have been two parts to it because. If you would have done it, you could have given Professor Hulk a better explanation. Yeah. You could have given more of an explanation of the five-year jump. Yeah, yeah, the five-year jump's great. It, it, it pushes the movie ahead to where they need to be to figure things out because it has to take the time and everything. I love the fact of Ant-Man's only trapped in the quantum realm for, what, five minutes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or no, sorry, not five minutes, five hours. He was in there for five hours. He's like, I'm so hungry, man. I've been in there for five hours, and it's been five years. <laughs> You know, yeah. and to to um, to uh, you, to your thing, I don't think the quantum realm is going to play as much of a part going forward as what people want to think. I think they're going to kind of leave that to the side a little bit because it's too powerful and it's just too much that they can do too much with. That's not. I, I didn't mean that when I in my theory. I just meant in the actual in movie. Game it would just be. just in the boundaries of the movie, not. Moving forward, I think I think what was said in the trailer for for Far From Home for Spider Man is how they're going to integrate in the years to come. When he said, "This is Mysterio. He's from Earth, but not our Earth." You know, one of the snaps, or he said a snap or the snap, which was what there was four snaps in that movie total, and uh, you know, or three. But he said when the snap happened, it created this way for us to their multiverse. So he said, uh, um, it's. He well, said the, multiverse the, in the in the in the trailer, so I think now that's a good way to bring in X Men to bring in, you know, the other franchise. You know, if if they do that, I don't know what they're going to do. I just when I said quantum realm, I just meant in 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 game. Well, the the multiverse is definitely the way they're going to use uh, to bring in other things going forward. I mean, that's the only way you can explain bringing the X-Men in at this late of a game. It's the only way you can explain bringing in Fantastic Four. only way you can explain bringing in Silver Surfer. only way you can explain bringing in Galactus. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got so many things that you can bring in there, and now using the multiverse as that catalyst. It's going to kind of like be... It's going to kind of be like if you've ever watched the the Arrowverse, and the Arrowverse does it really well. Um, they, have, they have the multiverse. They have the um, Crisis on Multi-Earths coming out. And um, they do the multiverse very well because in the Arrowverse, in the area where um, Green Arrow and Flash are, there is no um, there is no Supergirl. But then they go through the multiverse using Vibe and his vibing abilities to go to multiple Earths to get to uh, to get to her to bring her back into the Superman realm. So, or bring her into wherever they need her at. So, <clears throat> it's kind of it's kind of where they're growing off of that. They're kind of using that same idea, which both comics have had that and have done multiverse and multiverse. You got, you know, you got the new fifty two. You've got all of those other different comics out there that break the multiverse down. You've got the um, alternate reality where Captain America is secretly a. Um, Hydra spy. I mean, you've got all that in the comics. They've done that. They're going to build off of that with the multiverse. I'm not saying that Captain America's coming back. I'm not saying that Iron Man's coming back. I'm just saying that that's how they're going to grow it going forward. Let, let me ask using you the this. Multiverse. Let, let me ask you this. That that's what I thought was kind of cool because they could do it that way too. Because in the movie, in Endgame, 
2018 Gamora is dead. 2014 Gamora is in 2019. You know? 2023. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Well, you know, but you know, you know what I mean. So, yeah, they brought her forward. She's she's still there. So, yeah, that could be. I mean, when, when it happened, I was like, hmm, well, if they ever need a character back, they could do that. However, all the stones are gone. But, you know, that you know that possibility is there they still have the technology to do it even though well remember all the stones aren't gone all the stones are still there they didn't do any they didn't destroy the stones. no that's what i'm saying they put they them, took back. them back here, here, here's another question this was something funny i was thinking about when he takes molnir captain you know at the end captain america takes the hammer and he takes all the stones with him all right now he has to put them back exactly where he found them or when they found them right so Obviously, when you go to Soulstone, the two questions I had from that one, which the, they asked the writers and they couldn't do that. So, um, <laughs> one thing was, um, okay, you have a soul for a soul, okay, to get the Soulstone. You can't take the Soulstone back and say, okay, you can't get your person back. So, that's one question I had was, well, okay, so you bring it back, and, and Red Skull's just like, yeah, I I guess you can leave it here, you know. Um, can you can leave the soul stone here, but you can't get your person back. So that was one thing that they couldn't tie up. You know, how did he bring back the soul stone? He probably just said, "Here, take it back and guard it." You know, which would have been awkward for Captain America to meet Red Skull again. That would have been super awkward. And then um, another thing I was thinking about was. But he's not Red Skull at that point anymore. I, I know. He's Stonekeeper. Look, can you let me have a joke? I tried. <laughs> no. I tried. So, and then uh, the other thing it's I was all these about, hidden things in the comics that nobody that watches the movie knows about. Yeah, no, I know. I, I don't know anything. But and then the other one I was thinking was, okay, I know it's in a stone form, but is he going to inject the ether back into Natalie Portman? Got to melt the, it down in the star. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how's that going to happen? Because he's got to do it back exactly when and where it was, you know, or how it was found. Yeah, I don't. It's that's that's one of those plot holes. Yeah, that that's uh that's what but the I mean, writer said. What if it's take? So where? How did it come out of Natalie Portman? They, if he didn't they, go back and do that, Rocket uh, Rocket took it out of her with the uh, needle. I'm saying, how needle. did Thanos get it in Infinity War? Uh, Infinity War, he got it because it was already pulled out of right, her. Right. So yeah. how did it get pulled out of her before? By that same needle thing that that that. So somebody else just did, did that. Yeah. yeah. Somebody else did it. Uh huh. In Thor, that the happened. Dark World. Yeah, Thor, the Dark World. That's how it happened. Oh. Uh, Basically, they used the same method to pull it out. Rocket just did it instead of yeah the, Hollywood. Jeez. Uh, things. Well, get I mean, everything worked out without putting it back in her. The end, didn't it? I. Yeah, I guess. I just think it'd be funny because because he can't like he has to go put it back in her so the that timeline could keep doing the same thing. You know what I mean? He can't just like so drop that's it off. where you start getting different. So now we get in a real debacle here, and I don't want to get too deep into it because we're just never gonna to come full circle. But it's not like Back to the Future. You go back and change something, and something in the future changes. It just spurs off a different timeline, right? So. Well, um, they said he spurred a different timeline. Do you agree, Clear? So, th- this is the part of the movie that I don't quite like because I don't like the whole theory of uh, 
the way they play theory of time travel. I mean, they explain it well, but I'm so, you know, we, we're so wrapped up and we've grown up so much with the Back to the Future style time travel, which every movie after Back to the Future adopted that same thing. You know, time travel, if you go back and you give yourself the winning numbers for the next 10 years of lottery, when you go back to that time frame, you remember doing that, but you're now a bazillionaire, you know. Whereas in this one, if you time traveled, this alternate timeline of you is going to have it, but you, when you go back to your regular time, you're not going to have it. Yeah. You know, I don't like, I don't, I don't think I like that. I mean, it, it's, it kind of makes sense, but then it doesn't because in back to the future, they kind of explain that as well because they talk about the whole timeline. Cause I remember doc sitting there looking at Marty saying, if you're doing this and you do this and you went back in time here, you create an alternate timeline that comes down here. And now we're in a tangent timeline cause we're here, you know? So the, the thing that gets me here is, is, when they're explaining that, are they trying to, in a way, throw a little bit of the theory of the multiverse in there? If they are, then okay, I kind of understand, you know, the break in the tree and the tree out like that. And that, you know, that's a different line now. And that's a different line now, because then you have the multiverse going at that point. And that would, that, that would make sense. And that would help create the multiverse. But if you're going to the whole theory of there's one you and only one you, then you know, the back to the future timeline is the way it is. So it just really depends. Yeah, it really just sort of depends on how they talk about it. And they don't really say much about that. You know, I wish they would have said, okay, there's a multiverse out there. This is the reason why it happens because you had a perfect time to say that when, and this is why I think the movie should have been longer. Cause you could have said just a little bit more yeah. when, um, when the Sorcerer Supreme was talking to Hulk because she basically laid it out. If you take this stone out of this place here, this timeline still continues on like this, but this breaks out like this. Yeah, if, so that's, that's if other, she could have explained it there, then that would have been better. Yeah, the, the writers said that they didn't even know that he was going to say tr- multiverse in Spider Man coming up because, you know, that that's what they said too. That's another question I have because, okay, so Captain America went back into time to put everything back and he stayed now so that's the same captain uh america so he still did his same battles and everything you, you know what i mean like did he did he yeah when he knew something it's, bad was going to happen he had to stay out of it or else he would have messed it up or there was a know? captain america in that timeline too that's, that's what the one I'm that went and did all the battles and stuff. And he but there's did. like two there's like two captain americas now that's where so the whole multiverse comes way. into play at that point yeah 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 and that's so, and that's anyway. where the whole multiverse comes into play. But see that, that, that that's the thing though. If he did that and he goes back to be with uh God, what um the God, I can't even think of her and wife. Yeah, whatever. I can't even Peggy. think of her name now. Peggy Carter. Peggy Carter. She goes back and if he goes back to be with Peggy Carter, there's only one Peggy Carter at that point. Whereas there's two Captain Americas at that point. Yeah. So he has now to he take, her. now he's taking now he's taking her out of the timeline. Yeah. But. Well, he didn't no he, he, he sacrificed himself, so he was on ice for her whole life anyway. Yeah, but what I'm saying is is she was doing all kinds of other things and was supposed to be doing all kinds of other things. If she's with him, she can't be doing some of those things. Yeah. And that because she does that because she because she does those as a catalyst because of him being in the ice. Right. And that's so why that, my that's brain where that, that's where the whole explodes. plot point that's 
that's where they had that. That's where that whole little uh, you kind of have a little messed up plot there, you know. Well, yeah. so yeah. that's why the they have the that's why they have the very simple explanation of well, that Peggy Carter, if he went back into that timeline and and changed anything, well, you just spewed a brand new timeline instead of saying, mm-hmm. oh, now Peggy's not doing her own thing. Because you get that paradox if you don't do that. Uh, this, the easiest thing to do is to say, it spur, any change, it just spurs a new timeline. And so now the old one will continue to exist. And if you ever go back, you're going to still go back to your old one. But how, did, how did, but how did old Cap, how was he sitting there? If it's because a different he never, timeline, he how, never went. Exactly, that's the big. That's the big one. That's that's where, never, the, that's where uh, the cross there. That's, and where's like, that yeah, shield you, from? You create. You created this different timeline, and you've got the Captain America shield. What's going on here? Well, you know, you're said, supposed to be going this this way when you're. You know, it's, so so he split. So if if we all in agreement, I guess what we're all thinking is when he went back and said, "I'm going to be with Peggy," so it split, and then he waited and waited, and then. It, when it merged, it merged back when he met with, you know, uh, that's the Falcon. that's the big that's the real plot hole is that it, he never should have been able to merge. It should have never been, he should have never been able to merge. That's the thing. Yeah, there should have once you once you create that tree branch, it's a branch that grows out this way, whereas this one keeps on going straight. This one's going to the left now. You can't come back to the right all of a Time sudden travels. and loop back there. You know, well, so it's like the uh, it's like the parent. I like I like the Back to the Future explanation because you know, let's just say that Marty McFly goes back and kills George McFly. Well, that means Marty would have never been born, and then Marty would have never gone back and killed him, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's, a, it's a paradox. And then the, the explanation is, well, then you're going to you know, destroy the entire space-time continuum, and it's the, the end of the entire universe, you know, like like Doc Universe always, or Doc uh, Brown Doc always Doc Brown, said. yeah, he'd lose he his mind said, if you yeah, don't screw things don't up. Don't look at yourself, because then you can create a time paradox and destroy the entire universe. It's yeah. just that simple. I see, that's why I love Back to the Future, because they're, 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 it was so simple. It was... <laughs> Exactly. It's just so. It was so simple. It was so simple and so brilliant from the Back to the Future. Whereas I think they overcomplicated it here in the Marvel movies, and and in 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 game to be exact. Wouldn't it? Because it's just like, it's just yeah. I, I don't know. That, that was my frustrating point of the whole movie. What was your uh, What was y'all's favorite part of the movie? Or what, I know there's a lot of favorite parts, but. I, I don't have oh, one man. just soul. I don't have one solely favorite part. I mean, it's just there's so many different things in there. I mean, the movie. So the movie as a whole, what I loved about what I loved about the movie as a whole, the family dynamics that it played on, because it played on fi- family dynamics throughout the entire movie from the beginning to the end. If you really watch it, family dynamic was the whole thing. It was family first. You know, you need yeah. to put your family first and grow on that. And I loved that story. That's why I loved this one so much because it had that story. It had that feel. When Tony finally got what he had been looking for, his family, he was so happy. He looked happy. Yeah. The only problem is, is he never rested. And when Pepper, you know, when Tony dies at the end, you know, and Pepper says, "You can finally rest now. Your work's done. You can finally rest." I was like, "That's the most poetic ending for him." Period. Well, yeah, because like. Because he, 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 he never slept because he was always working. And now that he's, you know, he couldn't even say anything. He didn't even get last words. You know, he just died, you know, yeah. looking at them. You know, I, I'm sorry, but Tom Holland is an amazing Spider-Man for what he's done in just Infinity War and Endgame. 
he um both of, both of the scenes of where he died where he died and where Tony died he got to completely improvise both of those scenes none of those words that he said were written down on anything that's what was amazing and what he did when he said Mr. Stark I don't feel so good and all this that was just him improvising and that came out amazing and the way that he when when he saw Tony die and the way that he reacted that completely improvised thing like that I mean that was amazing acting on that part you know, and, and just the emotion behind it. And it was so awesome to see Pepper to be the strong one yeah. to pull him off and say, you know, and, and to basically console him to some extent and then basically tell Tony, you can rest now. It's done. I, I thought it was cool that in Infinity War, I, I've like one of the, the themes was, you know, we don't trade lives. Nobody wanted to sacrifice somebody else for the greater good not one time in that movie and then in an end game it was i mean that was all about that it's like no no i'm gonna die i'm gonna die i'm gonna take the hit i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that you know between hawkeye and, and black widow and then iron man like did he didn't even think about it he knew and that was so cool because people were like oh no he died but yeah uh, clear is exactly right his story or his happy ending was in that five years you know he got his he, he got, got his happy ending he got it and then captain never got his and cat went and got his so they they tied him up good you know i thought they did him uh so good justice so on I'm, that I'm, I'm gonna throw you a big curveball on this and this is this is this is tying the comics into this and, and this is gonna throw you a big curveball so remember when you were watching him one in the ship and he was looking down at his busted mask doing all the recordings to pepper yes <clears throat> okay and then you remember when he did the recording for his daughter and that nice, beautiful hologram and everything. Yeah. So there's a theory behind this, and I don't know if this is going to come out or not. And this is kind of what I'm, I have a feeling it might play out. So in the comics, Tony Stark dies. He gets murdered. I forget, forget exactly how he dies. I think it's in Secret Wars. But he dies. And he actually, before he died, he actually had his mind downloaded into his AI system, which Ultron was a part of his AI system. Jarvis was a part of his AI system. Friday is part of his AI system. And it's a multiverse, it's a multi, multiverse kind of AI system. It's like this amazing thing that at any time he can put it down. I'm theorizing that he has downloaded himself into that. I don't know if they're going to actually use that or not, but that could be a theory to play out in the movies going forward. Yeah. Because... Because the kid in the funeral scene, like um, Coastal Lodori said, is the kid from Iron Man 3. Um, It's been already confirmed it was the kid from Iron Man 3. And the reason why he was there is because Tony and him actually had been keeping in contact in the background. Of course, it was never shown in the movies or anything like that because it's it's no plot thickening or pushing thing. But it makes sense because Tony's made all these suits and look at all the stuff that he made for Pepper. You know, he made Rescue. There's other suits that are like Rescue that are sitting back there that the kid's going to take over because he knows how to do it. And I'm willing to bet when he gets in one of those suits, he's going to hear Tony's voice. Yeah, I, I'm thinking he's probably, I mean, I, you know, I don't know how they're going to play that. I, I, I agree that he's in there somewhere because I'm thinking 
even in far from home, it's going to be somewhere in Spider-Man's suit. Or no, something. it's not going to be. It's not going to be. You in don't far think from so? Home. I don't think so. If he shows up in Far From Home, it's going to be he's from the multiverse. No, but no, I no, 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 no. I didn't mean he's going to show up. I meant like in his, uh, in his, in his. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I don't think it's going to happen in Far From Home oh, at all. Okay. I, I, I don't think. I, I think it's too. It's too soon for it to fa- happen in Far From Home. It's going to have to be something that's kind of just random and catch somebody and be like, oh my gosh, that's Tony. You know, if, if, if you have Tony die in, in, in game in April, and then you have him come back in July and far from home, it's just, there's no, it's like, okay, screw it. I'm done with, I've done with it. It's just, it's just way too soon. I just mean audio, audibly. Not, I mean, audio, I don't care if it's audio, seeing them, okay. whatever. I, it's just too, it's too, way too soon. Hollywood, it's just, remember this, hour whatever i want to see what happens on that if i if well, i get it could that. be an end game and in an end credit scene it's like hey hey, hey this is what's going on you know or something like that and he's like oh and then it's like oh, what and yeah tony will you I- give me AI. credit clear will you give me credit if if he shows up in a post credit no. as as a talking no. yeah I, yeah you will yeah no, you will I, I, no. he's, if anything yeah, it'll you be will, that you pretty I, man you I, you'll do it i i don't i don't think it's gonna happen because it's way too soon Okay. They they want a bigger payoff. On if I have to bet it, on it, I'll it, bet it will not happen as well. But if it, it does it, happen, the only way that I can see it happen is in an end credit scene. If I if I and have it, to bet, I'm going to say he's going to hear an old one and think he's hearing Tony. It's just a message. He may even recorded a message for day, for, back, for, for daydreaming. Peter. Don't count though if he thinks about yeah. it. No 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 no, no no no. I'm saying like if he even just hears the old recording. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They're using him uh-uh. in that movie anyway. All the posters, he's like in the back on graffiti. They used Iron Man to promote the other Spider-Man movie, too. He was in it for like but a second. But he's not in there. I, he wasn't in the other movie for a second. He was actually a big part in the other movie. No, no, I'm talking about, and, the, but they used it like, you know. He's, they're, they're going to use it for, they're going to ride the whole death of Iron Man for a long time. The, the, the whole point of that is, is have that hero to have that catalyst to people to, Rally you know, up. feel to rally behind exactly to have that power behind to have that growth behind i mean that's a it, it's a classic classic marvel comic move to have a person dead for a while and then bring them back <laughs> you know and especially to have them <laughs> dead comics, to where people man. rally i mean to, to rally and now you're gonna have you know, you can't bring tony back the next movie you just can't i mean if you do then you're shooting they're, they're shooting their movies cells in the foot because it's just not gonna work oh right and you're, so not gonna be, you're not gonna get the, man you're not gonna get the emo- you're not gonna get the emotional effect out of it you know because it's like well, didn't he just die like last week? You know, because most people, there's going to be some people that are still seeing the movie right before they go see Spider Man, and they're like, that just happened like last. No, I mean, you got to have something to grow on. You know, how else do you bring emotion and 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 build it than letting him be dead for a little while and letting everybody think that he's dead for a while? No, I didn't mean Spider Man. We 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 get it. We get it. <laughs> uh, I, it would be balling another ten years if they do something he just shows back up for something what is going on so where's the direction they're going now so they're gonna go with a they're gonna go with a um um a galactic side and a earthbound side that's uh some of the theories that i've been hearing they're gonna have basically movies that are set earthbound you know like your thors and things like that 
your Earth Bound movies, and then your well, your Black Panther, your Falcon, because you've got so the got TV Black show. Black Panther two coming out. <clears throat> you got Black Panther two coming out. You've got a Black Widow movie coming out, which is a prequel cool, about yeah. her learning her espionage stuff and learning her skills and everything, which will be a cool story to see. You've got um, the TV shows um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. You know, so you've got that Earthbound thing. You've got um, uh, doc- another Doctor Strange movie coming out. You've got a Loki movie coming out. You got Scarlet Witch and Vision, which I don't know what all they're going to do with that because Vision's dead. You know, so I think it's going to be more of that time frame of that like two ish years they were on the run. They already confirmed so, that that kind of movie's coming out with them too. TV show, TV oh, show, because oh, oh, Marvel, because okay. the Marvels, these are all Marvel TV yeah, shows. Yeah, because it's going to be on that big streaming thing, Disney. This is going to be on that Di- Disney, Disney Plus, yeah. 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 Which Disney Plus drops in November, and I want to say two or three of these shows drop at that time too. Man, so that's be prepared smart. to watch those, and they're and they're using the original actors. So you'll have Sebastian uh, Sebastian Stan in there. You'll have uh, God, I can't remember the guy names play the plays Falcon. You'll have uh, Elizabeth Olsen. You'll have all of the all the original characters playing this. Paul so that'll Bethany. be a big great. Yeah, Paul Bethany, and um, you'll have all of those. It'll be great to see that and have that. Hey, so what's the Tom, next big compilation? So this was the big end game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that we don't know the next. Well, the next big compilation, the, of course, yeah, uh, the next big compilation is gonna be is gonna be Eternals. You've got Eternals that are coming up first. I think it'll be you know, cool that's to be. do uh, uh, clear. Do you think they're um, with that kid, the kid from Iron Man three, and you know Ant Man's daughter, and like Young Avengers kind of thing? You think they'll do something like that? Uh, TV show. Mm-mm. You think it'll be a TV show? It'd be a good TV show. They might do a TV show, but they're not going to do a Young Avengers because it's really that'll be a TV uh, show. So try so so like the the only way that Teen Titans really picked up was through a a animation show, and it was an amazing animation. If you've never watched Teen Titans, go watch it. It's a great cartoon. Um, But when they did Titans on the DC Channel, they did it very dark and brooding and all that. It was very twisted. Um, it's like the Batman who laughs is the Batman there. I mean, it's just, it's really dark. Um, <clears throat> and so Hollywood, if you're asking like, what do you think the next culmination? So here's what be? I'm asking right here. Here's what I'm asking. So we introduced well, all ha- the Avengers, Hulk and blah, 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 Thor. And then we they learned to- how to fight together. And then here comes Thanos with this unstoppable villain kills everybody with a snap of his fingers. And then they all join together again and fight that big final boss. So we know there is a, uh, now we know there's a multiverse. So like you said, they can pull in uh, different people. And I, and I know that there's evil versions of everybody. So um, at some point, do you think they're going to pull in the, the X-Men and have uh, X-Men versus Avengers? I think, do you it, think, I think that I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of one of the next, that's kind of one of, I mean, 10 years from now, I'm talking about long term, yeah. just like the other, not um, just the I next. Think, long I focus. think long term, this is mine. And then I'll let clear. I think long term for me. I think long-term would be they're going to do the space and Earth, like Clear saying. I totally agree with that. And then I think they'll come together at some point for something. And then I think the next grand finale would be where, uh, like Hollywood just said, I I think it's going to be X-Men and and Avengers together for the greater good. I really think that's what it is. I think think they're going to have some form of the X-Men and some form of Avengers together facing a common enemy. That's what I think. That's my two cents. Oh, I mean, that's 
that's kind of a foregone conclusion, but um, I'm thinking that what's going to happen is they're going to build toward either a Galactus or they're going to build towards Secret Wars. And the reason why I say that is because when you look at Secret Wars, Secret Wars is a very, is a very amazing comic. They did a great job on that, and it's basically the um, scroll because they did. So that they didn't play the scroll very well in Captain Marvel. In Captain Marvel, they made the scroll kind of these. Uh, they're not really bad guys, you know. They're just kind of, you know, just want to find their own place and live on their own. Well, the scroll in the comic books are very evil people, you know. That they, they, they take a, you know, they they mimic other people and look like other people, so they can take over governments and take over different worlds, so they can have it as their own. So I see it happening kind of like what happens in the comics, because in the Secret Wars, you have the scroll that are impersonating the Avengers. So I think that one day we might see Tony again, but it's not going to be Tony. It's going to be a scroll impersonating Tony. You know, I think that we're going to have things like that happen and we're going to start seeing those things. We're going to start seeing the scroll actually coming out and not being as good as what we saw in Captain Marvel. We're going to start seeing that or we're going to start seeing a Galactus character appear because once you start bringing in Galactus, now you can bring Silver Surfer. Once you bring Silver Surfer in, now you've got the Fantastic Four. Now you've got a nice big bridge that you can bridge a lot of things together at that point because once you start doing that, now with the Fantastic Four, you can easily bring in X-Men because actually X-Men tie in a little bit better to to them than it does sometimes to the uh, to the actual Avengers. Although Hulk is a great point to bring in Wolverine because Wolverine and Hulk fight a lot in a, co- a couple of comics. So it just really depends. I mean, there's a lot of avenues to go through, and I really feel like if you're looking at the big 10-year plan and you want to have some big fight culmination, it's either going to be centered around Secret Wars with the scroll or it's going to be centered around Galactus. And those are going to be my two big guesses there. And we're going to kind of see what's going to be happening in the next Guardians of the Galaxy because you have Adam Warlock coming to play. Adam Warlock, before he actually helps the Avengers, actually is trying to destroy the Guardians of the Galaxy like he is in this. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they play that. If they play him off as a one-off bad guy, like they've done so many great, bad guy characters i've been so upset with the way they've done a lot of them and don't forget too with dr strange you still have dormammu sitting off in the back that's a just an amazing villain and so you've got him sitting off in the back so and then too that was my thing before you jump too far ahead dormammu that was going to be my, my i was going to bring him up i was going to ask if you knew who that was so it says here of course this is old and i mean it, he could you know who knows where this is <laughs> who knows where this is new now they've changed all this it's amazing to think that they're still going, you know, with the, still writing new new things for it. They are. But it says, uh, so we know Loki disappeared, yeah. right? This and that's where his he, TV show, yeah. He joined, uh, Dormammu joined Loki in an attempt to get a magical object known as the Evil Eye. The evil pair engineered a conflict between the Avengers and Defenders. But anyway, I don't know anything about this dude. He's one of the most powerful ones, though. Not as powerful as Galactus. I believe he's, Galactus no. is like one of Galactus the most powerful ones. Galactus is one of the top, yeah. But um, according to this, he's, Galactus has all sevens. That's as high as you can get. But yeah. Dormammu has well, all sevens except for two. But he's like real. He's like trapped in some world or something. But he's uh, yeah, Earth Sorcerer. He has a what? Well, yeah, Earth Sorcerer Supreme. 
and special yeah, hatred for Doctor Strange. So, so he's he's yeah. going to be introduced in Doctor Strange too. Is that what you're saying? No, he was already introduced in Doctor Strange one. Oh, he was. And Doctor, yeah, yeah, Doctor Strange one. Yeah. And Doctor Strange, really Strange one, he's at the end, and he does that time loop, and that's that's how he pisses off Dormammu. Is he's done that time loop on him where Dormammu can't kill him. And if he does, it just starts the time cycle over and just cycles completely. And he's just like, <laughs> I gotta get watching. It, it's hilarious because it's just a complete time leap. Yeah, and Dormammu kills him and it's like starts over, kills him. And Dormammu's like, What's going on? And you know, I understand. He's like, I can do this all day, man. Either listen to me or we keep on doing this. He does it a couple more times and Dormammu finally listens to him and he says, Okay, sure, I'll take, you know, basically he takes um, uh, calculus. And, you know, puts him in his little, you know, world and makes him his little prisoner or whatever. Yeah. And that's how he kind of saves that. So he kind of makes a bargain with Dormammu. But Dormammu has a special hatred for Doctor Strange because of that. I and was, that's how they kind of build it in, this, in, in, the, in the MCU. But, no, that's a good stuff. Um, very good insights. And I'm sure somebody learned something. I know I learned a lot um, hearing about the comics and... Heck, we did more theory than we did the movie yeah, here. The well, movie that's kind of great. what I wanted to do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we could break the movie down. The movie was great. Everybody knows that. I mean, go that was see a fantastic it. movie. But there's a good point about the uh, family stuff and about the not as much action. And I didn't think about that until you started talking about yeah, that. Yeah, there was there really I mean, it was no a action story. It was a fantastic story. I mean, it was really great. They held off all of the fighting until, like like uh, Coastal just said, till the end. You didn't have your really big clash until right there at the end. Yeah. And it was and it was actually done done in a way of where they were still telling story during the fight. It was so And awesome. that's what was so great. I mean, getting to see Captain take Melmir and bash uh, Thanos with it a couple times, that was fantastic. Seeing That was awesome. Seeing 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 Thor and Captain back to back fighting and then all of a sudden they look at each other and Captain's got uh Stormbreaker in his hand and Thor's got Mjolnir in his hand and Thor looks over and says, No, 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 you take the little one and I take the big one. You know? And do that whole there switch right there, you know. So that, there's much. just so many little things like that. I mean, getting to see Iron getting to see Iron Spider actually become Iron Spider when he did uh when he did um uh, insta kill. He goes, insta-kill, and then all of a sudden, Iron Spider just starts going to town, you know? I mean, it's just amazing. You get to see all of these little tidbits that are throwback. I mean, every single one of these are throwback to the comics, too, because in the comics, Thor does, I mean, um, Captain America does pick up Thor's hammer. He is one of the few that are worthy. Um, he was actually worthy back in Ultron. He actually didn't want to pick it up and embarrass Thor. That's the reason yeah, why it's that That's awesome. Um, and the, the, actual, the actual directors, Kevin Feige, actually have already said that. You yeah. know, they confirmed it. Cool. And so it just makes that moment even that much more special because you know and Thor knew it. I mean, when, Thor, when, when Captain America picks up the hander, hammer, he's like... I knew, I knew. Yeah, you know, that Thor's was just great. like he said. I knew. He, he's it. like I knew, <laughs> you know. And he was, he, he was just, you know, it, it's that whole, you know, feel and vibe they had there, and it just had that great story, the great throwback to all the stuff in the comics. I mean, I'm sorry, they encapsulated everything very well, and they wrapped up the storylines just way too well. I mean, going back to how they had the family dynamic throughout the entire movie. I mean, it was, it really was about the family growth and developing, and it just was amazing. I mean, the whole interaction with uh, Hawkeye and um, 
Black Widow at uh, Volmer whenever they had to decide who was going to die. That whole interaction there was fantastic. You know, it's like, okay, who's going to end up getting to jump off the cliff and sacrificing themselves? Because you knew it was just going to be somebody's going to sacrifice themselves, you know. And that was a great interaction back and forth because you knew there's something special between them. I really think that there's more to Clint Barton and uh, Natasha Romanoff than what we know. I think that during their early days of espionage before Clint got his family, I think they might have had some type of relationship. I don't remember it in the comics because I didn't too much read the Hawkeye stuff and all that because... I didn't too much like that one, but I feel like there's going to be something in the Black Widow movie that kind of brings some of that out, which would be cool because it would make it would just it would make that one moment that they have there on the cliffs of Volmer just that much more emotional because it's like, okay, now you know why it was so tight for them. I mean, yes, you know that they were close friends, but how close were they? Well, cool. Yeah. Any anybody got anything else to add to that? No, I got tons more to add to it, but besides I don't know clear, if we keep on going. <laughs> um, well, well, we just wanted to throw this out there. This is a quick filler while we, while we're trying to finish up this uh, Final Fantasy. Um, but anyway, just also just going to keep in mind, I hadn't even gotten my. So if you've listened to the last the last podcast, we had Toe Jam and Earl contest. I hadn't even gotten I hadn't got mine it yet. I, I looked either. it up. It says late eight, late May, and so who knows? I've never ordered from them. Have limit, limited games, so we're going to extend the uh, contest out until you know we got that. So uh, all it is is a uh, Toe Jam and Earl limited run games for the Switch. So the uh, word was funky, right? Even if you don't have a Switch, please play because I had a couple of you say, "Well, I don't have a Switch, so I'm not going to play." Play anyway. This could be a reason for you to get a Switch. Come on. Yeah, so it's going to somebody. Might as well be you. Exactly. We're going to give it away one or the other because I can't play two copies of it. Yeah. And so the word is funky. Just get us that word. And uh, Coastal can't play. Funky. Uh, Coach. <laughs> Coach can't play. So, um, so anyway, yep, just get, hit us up with that word, and then we're going to keep it going until, what do we say, it's June 15th, let's say. We're just extending yeah, a well, couple weeks. Yeah. And uh, so there you have it. Well, that was a great insight. Appreciate it from uh, both of you guys. I, uh, I obviously do not know a lot about the uh, Marvel Universe other than it's awesome. I know a lot about the X-Men cartoons because we grew up with that. Uh, but other than that... Um, yeah, X-Men cartoons are awesome. This is, yeah, this is kind of my first experience with the uh, Avengers was Iron Man and uh, the whole movies there. So, But... Um, but anyway, I have enjoyed the ride, and I look forward to many more. And I hope, but I hope Disney doesn't water them down. Like now, I don't want to get into a whole other debate, but kind of like they're doing a Star Wars now. I mean, I the, the Star Wars trailer was at the beginning of Avengers, and everybody's just kind of like, "Yeah, cool, I'm going to watch it," you know. But it was not anywhere near its old school. Obviously, the old school well, way, way well, of doing business. Just if I can just briefly touch on it. I think the issue with the Star Wars versus Marvel. Marvel, you have a lot more to pull from than you do in Star Wars. With Star Wars, you have a lot of characters that have mystique and that when you do a movie about them, it kind of takes their mystique away. Solo wasn't a terrible movie, but I'm not going to call it a good movie either. But it took the mystique of Solo away. Solo was a, 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 had, a had a mystery about him. And that was his charm. Were, that, that was his charm, and then when you do a whole movie about 
all of it, you kind of take it away and you kind of water the character down. You know, I've got a friend that he's super, super buff on all the Star Wars stuff he's got. Every single Star Wars toy that's out there, he's trying to get, you know, all the rare ones and everything. And he thought Solo was fantastic and was great. And I told him, I was like, how can you think that when you just took the entire mystery and air about a character away from him? in doing solo hence why they're not doing the hence why they canceled so many of the movies they were planning to do because solo did bad and it totally took away stuff you know when they did rogue one i thought it was a fantastic story because it's something new that we didn't know a whole lot about because all we heard was rogue one was the group that you know did that so in, in the whole essence of things marvel has a little more to pull from to keep original that they can still feel with that they have long storylines behind star wars not so much i mean because when they said that the books were no longer canon mm-hmm. that kind of took away from their their realm of stuff to pull from and you see that in the movies because in these new movies the force awakens last jedi and now rise of skywalker you know, you don't have Mara Jade. You don't have, you know, all kinds of stuff that come from there. Well, they've so, never done a movie based off a book, have they? Um, so they had, so the books were, you forget about the canon and everything, but the books were canon, let's say, for the longest time until Disney took it over. You know, it's kind of, they're making it up as they go. That's why you got, you know, I don't want to get Luke, you know, dying at the end of the other one and the way he treated the lightsaber and all this garbage. I mean, we're not going to get into how crappy that movie was, but. A lot of people, even though they do uh, the Marvel Universe, even though they do kind of venture from the comics or stray from the comics, they do still pull from that source material. So that's the difference. Everybody wants to see that come to life. Well, you have great source material because, like, for Star Wars, the the last thing, what everybody was thinking what this Star Wars was going to be was when Luke goes bad, comes back to good, um, he has children. You know, they were thinking that that was going to be what this this Star Wars that we're seeing now with mm, Force okay. Awakens and all of that was going to be because those are the books. Yeah. But when they threw it out and said that's no longer canon, they're like, okay, well maybe they'll pull from the source material. I see. Well, they didn't even pull from the source material, with the exception of Ben Solo. Ben Solo was a part of the kind of because Han and uh, Leia did have two kids. One of them happened to be kind of what Ben Solo is, you know, not really, but kind of. And so they kind of kind of pulled a little bit from it, but enough to make everybody mad, you know, because it's just <laughs> that little bit. And it's like, oh, my gosh, you could have done so much more with that. I mean, because Luke going to the dark side was such a great story. You know, you got I mean, even Dash Rendar, one of your favorite characters from the from the Star Wars game in 64. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know, it could have been a great segue into a lot of this stuff, you know, and they just kind of just threw it to the side. That's where Marvel has it different because they have so much more depth in their source material that they can pull these vague references. Like Scarlet Witch is nothing like what she is in the comics and the movies. But because she has such strong ties in the comics and in the movies, you kind of get that relationship there. You know, so they, they get that. But yeah, just the Star Wars thing, it, it gets me frustrated. Because I really love Star Wars too. I can go all day about Star Wars. All right. Well, appreciate it, everybody. That was uh, fun to do, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Later. I enjoyed it, fellas. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Take it easy, guys. (laughs) 